Welcome to The Fit Life Show, where we share tips and tricks on fitness, food, family, and fun. With us here today is Doug and Terry from the Virginia Beach Master Gardeners, talking about their fall gardening festival. Now, uh, Doug and Terry, you want to introduce yourselves a little bit and maybe talk a little bit about Master Gardeners so our viewers know a little bit more about it? Absolutely. <clears throat> Thanks a lot for inviting us. We're real excited to share this big event happening this Saturday. Praying for a beautiful day. <laughs> I'm seeing extended weather, maybe around 81 degrees, no rain. Ooh, that's good. Perfect. Yay. Um, I'm the chair for the festival, and um, I've been a Master Gardener since 2009, and mostly been um, very active in education and in youth activities. Mm -hmm. So um, with COVID and all, I think we've had a couple of years and a few hurricanes where we haven't been able to really have this festival. We did have it last year, but I don't think a couple of years prior to that, we, we did have it. But this is a, one of our large annual events, this and our spring plant sale. Uh, where we really pull in the efforts from the whole association. Our membership is around 200. And uh, on this event specifically, we've been working since March uh, to grow plants, uh, to have for our plant sale. So <clears throat> we brought in a lot of plugs at the beginning, especially native plugs, and then grew them out over the summer. So we'll have something fantastic for the public. Um, so we've been very busy since March planning all these activities. My name is Doug Shoebridge and I'm a president, current president of the Virginia Beach Master Gardeners Association. And uh, Fall Gardening Festival is probably our greatest educational event. And the mission of Master Gardeners is to educate the general public in sustainable gardening practices. And this event gives us an incredibly good avenue to do that. We have demonstrations. We have a whole list of societies that bring their goods and wares in and talk to the public about what they do. Most of it is to bring in the public and bring an entire family in for a good, fun family day. Uh, children's activities are going on all day long and, and the kids really seem to enjoy them. Uh, if you get near that tent, you know, you can't, uh, can get past the laughter. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot going on, but it's a, it's just a, it's a fun event. You know, it's obviously it needs to be fun or people are not going to come and it is a fun event, but it's also very educational. You know, some walk and talk and there's some tours of different garden, uh, demonstration gardens out there, Arboretum. Um, we have the uh, extension agent from Chesapeake who's going to be doing a walk and talk pruning exhibition. Um, we have several demos going on during the course of the day where they're make and take. Um, one of them is going to be with uh, Mason B houses. You put them together, he, you know, they take it with them. There's no cost. There's no cost to the entire event. And um, so they're making bee houses, like beehives? Bee houses. It's uh, if you ever seen, you probably, I don't know if you've ever seen them in the garden stores, but it's a house that's got little tunnels yeah. in it, holes. Okay. And a Mason B typically is a solitary bee. Okay. So they, they will take one of those tunnels once they find it. I mean, a lot of times they'll go to, to reeds or they'll go to um, a tree, a little dead tree that's got, you know, holes in it or whatever. Okay. But what they do is they go in, they lay their embryo, and then whatever type of bee it is, 
is one called a leaf cutter bee. The leaf okay. cutter bee will go take actual leaves, chew them up, and make it into a, like a paste and put that on the outside of the embryo and then lay another embryo, then put the paste on and it'll come out with maybe five or six embryo in there. Wow. And I, I think within that, there's also food and nourishment for the embryo as it grows. Wow. And then, you know, later in the year, obviously they will hatch and come out. So there, there are several different categories or not categories, types of bees within the solitary bee family that okay. will possibly come in and inhabit that house. Wow. But okay. it's, it's, you know, the purpose of it is pollination. Yeah. Uh, mason bees, you know, people think of honeybees as the big pollinator, mm -hmm. but um, your mason bees, I mean, there are an incredible number of different pollinators. People, people don't like roaches, but roaches are actual pollinators. But uh, your mason bees are extremely hardworking pollinators and probably a small number of mason bees can probably pollinate something that would take almost a whole hive of honeybees to pollinate. Wow. I mean, I was reading something recently. I think it said six bees could pollinate a specific um, fruit tree, whereas it would take a, a complete hive of honeybees. So that's that's wow. how, you know, important they are. So doing most that, of the time, are we actually shipping in honeybees now? I mean, the make and takes are going to be an education process. So they're going to educate about the native bees like Doug was telling you a little bit about. And then they're going to actually make with you a mason bee home that you can take with you. So we call it a make and take. Yeah, well, that's yeah. great. We have yeah. two different types of them, but it's, it's interesting. Okay. Um, and you also mentioned uh, that you're going to be having a, a bluebird house uh, mm -hmm. make and take, right? We have a master gardener and her husband uh, have done this a couple of times. It's really popular. Uh, so it, exactly the same thing. They're going to educate about the needs of uh, wildlife for insects, um, which is really tremendous. That's a whole subject in itself. And then they're going to make bluebird boxes that you can take home. I think their goal is to make 30 of them. So this is a very short window. It's like one hour for this make and take. Um, but people really love it. Everybody loves something for free, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I like uh, really how... You know, again, I'm very new to the master gardener arena, mostly because of these guys. Um, but my wife loves to plant and loves stuff like that as well. And it's just, I really do like to hear guys' approach. It sounds like, because, you know, with, I mean, even you think about food shortages and things of that nature. I mean, people need to know basic, let's call it survival needs and, and growing a garden, plants and things of that nature. You're, you're educating yourself on what's okay to eat, what's, you know, not okay, how to grow something, what's native to this area. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know that about the mason bees. I mean, I got two beehives at the house that I'm setting up for next year. And, you know, but knowing that mason bees are the different, several different kinds that are native to this area are Over 4,000 actually native species. So, wow. yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just a ton that are more natural. Again, I like the honeybees because I get some honey out of it too. <laughs> but just to know that it's not just the honeybees that, that do that. Because we have a forest in our yard, a tropical forest, because my wife's from Florida. Very so cool. We have and we actually have little baby bananas. Yeah. Really? Good. Yeah, nice. Good. Yeah. Diversity. So, yeah. yeah. So this is awesome. And I'm definitely going to have to see if she wants to go to this 
You know, I think with this whole COVID thing, with everybody staying home and the kids home, people have really gotten into gardening. I have noticed a huge uptick in people coming to my project and asking so many questions. Mm -hmm. um, we're real excited about that. What is master gardener? Like, what does it take to be a master gardener? Like, you know, do we just have to pay a fee or can I just, <laughs> we actually, can I just call myself a master gardener? Sure, <laughs> but you won't be. But you won't be one. <laughs> we uh, just started a training class up last week. We normally have one each year. Okay. And now uh, have about 20 people in the class. And it runs for, it's approximately 50 hours worth of class time. Okay. And uh, all various topics. You've got horticulture, um, botany. Soup to nuts. It's yeah, the it entire is. gamut. So you got to know all of it to be a master gardener, which is good. And to be familiar with it. I yeah. mean, it's a, actually knowing it. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. probably couldn't tell you 5% of what was gone, went over in a class when I went in 2015. <laughs> but, you know, you pick up a lot of things as you, as you go along, too. Yeah. But, the, one of the people who helped with my class said it's not necessarily knowing everything. It's knowing where to find it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly true. Yeah. But you go through that class, and then you, when you come out, you're considered an intern. Okay. And you have to get 50 out volunteer hours. Uh, once you've gotten to 50 volunteer hours, then you will become a master gardener. Okay. You have to do that within the first year. Okay. And master gardeners have to give uh, 40 hours. We have to give 32 actual hours and then eight continuing ed credits every year to maintain our master gardener status. You want to give them directions, Doug? Or to the festival? Yeah. Um, well, we're right off Route 13, which is Northampton Boulevard. We would take you over to Eastern Shore. But when you come 64 towards Norfolk, you get off at Northampton Boulevard exit, come down about a mile to Diamond Springs Road, make a left, and we're right down on the right-hand side. You can't miss the gardens as you drive past them. Uh, and there'll be signage up telling you where the entrance is and oh, you know how to get into the parking and all of that. So it's um it, it's very clear. And for those like me who are directionally challenged, I'll give the address. It's fourteen forty four Diamond Springs Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Because if it were me, I would definitely need Google Maps. Mm -hmm. I was just that. gonna say the same thing. Google Maps, my best friend. Absolutely. <laughs> I already tapped out after right after right off of thirteen. I'm like I have no idea where we are. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, the name of the facility is the Agricultural Research Extension Center. Okay. 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 Now, I, uh, you all mentioned that it's um, free admissions uh, for people, but um, are there any uh, specifically like children's activities or things like that for families? Absolutely. So we'll have uh, three or four tents full of children's activities. Uh, they're going to be uh, painting and they're going to be making magic wands. Uh, their kids are going to be told specifically what tree their magic wand is from, and then they can decorate this wand to their delight with colors. Anything we can do to connect children with horticulture and the natural world is, is where we're at. The kids are going to be planting seeds into little recycled newspaper pots that they can take home with them. This is really fun. They're going to be making nature bracelets, uh, I think it's some kind of adhesive and they can walk the gardens and put flowers and leaves and 
grasses and all these different ornaments and have a magical bracelet. We're going to have wow. two story times for the children. Um, so it's that that's definitely one of the big uh, the big draws at our festival. But I would say the plant sale um, is probably number one. Everybody loves to come to a Master Gardener plant sale. Absolutely. We have very affordable prices and um, beautiful quality of plants. In fact, Doug, you must show them this. Uh, this is one of the educational signs that'll be on the property that day. I'm not gonna read it for you, but you can see fall is definitely the time for planting, not just trees and shrubs, but basically everything. It gives, uh, it gives the roots, uh, you know, that good winter span so that everybody can get cozy down in the earth and do its stuff in the spring. So we really do promote fall planting and we're gonna have a lot of great um, native plants. We're going to have native plugs also. Uh, we're going to have a lot of native trees and shrubs. Now, I, I, I asked you all about it because I, I wasn't sure what it was before, but what is um, a seed library for those out there like me who didn't know what that was? <laughs> so one of the exhibits here uh, at the Fall Gardening Festival is going to be a tent with uh, information and probably the packets that we give out at the seed library. You want to take it? Yeah, we've got a, it's a project we started probably two, three, four years ago. Um, it's in the public libraries in Virginia Beach. We have it in three of the, the branches, the Central Library, the Kempsville branch, and the Princess Anne branch. And there's a library set up, set up in there, it's, you know, just cubby holes. And they try to, they will pack packets of seeds that are donated to us by seed, seed companies and whoever. They will package them and put them in, and they try to do like two or three different categories of seeds, maybe vegetables, flowers, natives, um, natives something like that. <clears throat> but um, it's there, you know, the whole time the library is open, it's there for, for the taking. People can come in and take whatever packet of seeds they want. It's manned two days a week, and I think that's Monday and Saturday, if memory serves me correct. Uh, just, you can get that information at the festival. <laughs> in the seed library. <laughs> That's, <smart. laughs> That's a really... Uh, a, it's been a, a very popular great, program. Great program. Now, what about the uh, locally grown mums, gourds, and, and pumpkins? Are those like uh, are those decorated or the, are those just fresh for people to take? And These are want? fresh from the field. Okay. So we have a local uh, grower or producer that's been in business in Tidewater for over 50 years. And um, they are coming with a truck full of pumpkins and winter squash and uh, maybe some relishes and sauces, jellies that they make themselves. Uh, we're really excited about that. That's our first time to have anything like that at the fall festival. And it just seemed that, you know, people are getting ready to decorate. They're getting ready to, you know, doodle up their yards for the hay bales. So we're just going to try and amp it up a little bit. They're growing mums uh, special. So um, we'll see what it's like. I mean, this is a new adventure for us. Another brand new thing this year, uh, the Tidewater Federation of Garden Clubs is going to be with us. Um, they're having actually a standard flower show inside the administrative building and competition. 
So this is um, going to be free. So anybody can walk through and see the winners from the flower show and get information about local garden clubs. We're looking forward to this. This is a new, uh, a new relationship for us. So do you guys talk about like, like we're big into rainwater collection. Um, do you guys ever go over that stuff or is that like... <laughs> Glad you asked. <laughs> you know, we, uh, one of our two. programs is water steward program. And um, <clears throat> we actually have rain barrel workshops March through October in Virginia Beach. We will be selling rain barrels at the festival also. We, um, we repurpose these 55-gallon drums from a manufacturer. We do an information, a PowerPoint education about conservation, about the importance of keeping the water that falls on your property on your property. In other words, avoid the runoff. Um, and then we make rain barrels with the public. We do that. The rain barrels sell for $65 already to hook up at home. Uh, it comes with all of the drill bits that you need. Yeah, we will have a tent set up for tree stewards. Okay. I mean, I'm not a tree water steward, steward. water steward. Yeah, mm -hmm. we yeah. do have one for tree stewards as well. But mm -hmm. uh, the water stewards, and that's the type of thing that information that they'll be talking about. Yeah, I've gotten. I mean, I've I've been amazed. This was my first year really getting into it, and um, I have 300 gallon barrels. Whoa. Um. So I have those five are of industrial. Them. Wow. I have five of them. I have five of them, and it's amazing the amount of water that you get that you have no idea that you just mm -hmm. that you lose. Well, we tell people all the time in our workshop, a one inch rain, a one inch rain on a thousand square foot roof yields 600 gallons of water. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. We're going to have an Ask a Master Gardener tent. This is a real popular uh, project. We, uh, How many locations does Ask a Master Gardener cover? Right now, I think we have four. Okay, so typically they're at farmers markets on the weekend mm -hmm. and <clears throat> they set up with all the resource material and field questions from the public. So we'll have that Aston Master Gardener's service tent at the festival also. You're going to love it. Yeah, You're going to awesome. love it. <laughs> so I so, like to, t oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I've been talking. <laughs> so I like to take my pup on adventures on the weekend and says you guys are pet friendly. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know, right at the uh, entrance where you come in, you will see uh, feeder bowls with water for the puppies. And our bake sale has a, uh, a whole side of the bake sale is pet treats. Pet treats, yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> you're going to be happy. Pigs. I don't. I don't know if any are specific for pigs, but you can they try. You can they try it. They eat the plants and the gourds, probably the pumpkins. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that would be a hit. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to suggest uh, to our listeners that it's a great idea if you have a wagon to bring a wagon mm -hmm. to the fall gardening festival. Oh, so we can take all our plants away. Yeah. So you can take yeah. your plants or tote the kids, bring a wagon with like you to that. the festival. That's a yeah, that's yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times people are kind of afraid to bring that because they don't know how big the like the walkways are or any of that. That's a great idea. Though. Well, they have yes. a bunch of them now that are collapsible. Like we have one that's just... That's true. Yeah, that's what uh, I have. Just throw it, leave yeah. it in your car. It's yeah. great. Wow. It's yeah. pretty much wide open ground, so you don't have to worry about walkways or oh, any okay. of that type of thing. That's great. Now, uh, I know that it's this Saturday, but what times is it? 10 to 3. 10 to 3. <laughs>
that's great. You're already a master gardener, George. I know, pretty much. I filled out the application. Right? You want to tell them some of the societies that are coming, Doug? Absolutely. Yeah, we've got a list of 16 societies that are coming to this. And the societies, in some instances, the societies set up just for informational purposes only. You know, they'll just talk about, you know, whatever it is their specialty is. <clears throat> some of them actually bring, bring the products that they grow and they actually sell products at the festival. We've got uh, askhrgreen.org is coming. B City, which pretty uh, you would probably be interested in. Yeah. Uh, Beekeepers Guild is there. And, and they'll actually bring hives and they'll have, you know, things set up. And, you know, the kids love it. They, they love going up looking at that. Butterfly Society will be there. Um, are they doing anything in the past? They were going to do a... They may be tagging Monarchs, but I'm not sure. Okay. Ooh. Council Garden Club's coming. Uh, Ecomaniac Company, and you may want to address that one. I'm not 100% certain what they do. Ecomania is a, a, a kind of, a, I guess, a local mobile retailer that sells all eco-friendly products. You know, like the wraps that go over bowls and... Uh, everything from A to Z. So, uh, yeah, that's her inspiration. They're all eco-friendly. You see her at all the local festivals. We're real excited. She's coming. Got Foxy Lady Press, and uh, that's one of the uh, researchers, horticulturists at AREC. She's write, you know, written several publications, so she'll have her books there for sale. Um, Greenhouse Society, Interlight Art Studio, so there will be art there for sale. Okay. Lynn Haven River now. I'm sure y'all probably are familiar with what, you know, they're pretty I much the preservation and cleanup of the of the the Lynn Haven River basin over there. Right. Okay. Um North Botanical Gardens, everybody's familiar with them. Uh Tidewater African uh, Violet Society. Uh TCC Horticulture Department, which is Tidewater Community College. Uh they have a fairly extensive horticulture program there. People like a lot of people probably don't realize, but uh, they've got a two-year degree in horticulture that you can get over there. They also have, I think, a degree in landscape design. Um, okay. Pretty extensive. I've known some people who've gone through the program said it was actually very good. Uh, Tidewater Daylily Society, Tidewater Master Naturalist, and then uh, Virginia Camellia Society. Okay. And I, I think Camellia Society and the Daylily Society, I think both will be selling their products. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> now, I know several people who require a black coffee early in the morning when they go to an event. So uh, are you all having coffee available there? We do have a food truck uh, coming. I think it's uh, the name is Bear Coffee, B-E-A-R. Okay. And he's going to have some breakfast fare and lunch fare kid-friendly and adult food, too. Okay. Um, but he is going to have that good cup of joe for us. It's very popular. <laughs> also, <laughs> there are going to be fall containers. Okay, um, we have usually one of our biggest categories at our spring plant sale is containers. Okay. You know, the big, beautiful planted mm -hmm. containers with several different um, varieties. So we have done that for fall in mind. Uh, we, I think we'll have at least 20 of these very large fall containers, and we are raffling some of those also. Wow. Okay. You can't miss it. I know. You can't miss good. it. <laughs> I'll definitely be going. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, um, that's awesome. Thank you both for coming on. Um, thank you well, very thank you. much. Yeah, appreciate it. Super. Yeah. Uh, we actually need to spin the wheel. Elisa, will you do the honors? 
I get to spin it? Yeah. <laughs> so long as some lucky commenter on this uh, YouTube video will be able to win whatever prize is uh, chosen by the wheel. <laughs> Our raffle. <laughs> What's in your raffle? Unfortunately, not a boozy backpack. <laughs> <laughs> free fit, uh, fit Life Show shirt. Great. So all you have to do to <laughs> win a free Fit Life Show shirt work. is comment on this video on YouTube. Let us know what you think of our awesome guests. If you're going to be going to this event, which you should if you're not playing on it right now, uh, and you'll have a chance to win that shirt. All right. Till next time. Till next time. Till next, next time. Well, folks, that's all for now. Keep your eyes open for our next episode coming soon. Or make it easier on yourself and click that subscribe button right down there. Or there to the side. Or or there. Or ah, wherever it's put, click it and you'll be notified the instant a new episode becomes available. Please let us know what you think of our show and what you'd like to hear on here in the future. Is there a workout that stumps you or something you have a question about? Post them on the Fit Life Show Facebook page. Till next time, this is the Fit Life Show, brought to you by Fit Bodies Unlimited. Get fit, stay fit.